Are you looking for real, raw, and unfiltered news about what's happening in the greater Philadelphia area? Are you sick of all the vanilla takes about the local issues affecting our community right now? You're in the right place. Tune in to the Philly Face-to-Face Podcast. I want to hit on this because this is, this is really awesome. So Devin is fully open right now. So Correct. crazy time. Yep. My kids have been going to virtual school. I mean, you guys had to pivot that way. So yeah. talk about some of like the safety protocols you had to put in place. Yep. Talk about how you made everyone comfortable because you yeah. got to deal with a lot of different people here. Teachers, parents, kids, yep. the staff. All these folks, I mean, I mean, there was people mopping the floor over here to make sure everything was clean. You can <laughs> smell how clean it is in here, which I love because you, you have to take this seriously. Yep. And this is a big hot button issue right now. And a, you're, you mentioned 301 is the highest enrollment ever. I'm yeah. sure that maybe is a part of it, maybe not. So what did you guys do to get ready? Because this is big. The biggest question on parents' minds right now is like, how do I get my kids back in person right. if that's the direction <laughs> they want to go? Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of planning. It was a lot of discussion um, with not much guidance. You know, so we really had to stay true. Big surprise. Yeah, right? We really had to stay true to who we were um, as an institution. And our belief, number it, it, it came from, we knew that the academic experience for all the kids was better in person. Even though we, we had success with our uh, transition to, to, to virtual learning, which was fully synchronous, it, the kids needed to be together. They needed to be in the building. They needed that interaction with their with their peers and with their teachers. And it, from from get go, it was how are we going to make that happen? How are we going to make sure that we are able to provide that experience? Because that's the Devon experience. It's being here. And then it was okay. It's got to be safe. It's got to be done. It's got to be calculated. So obviously, we paid a, a lot of close attention to the CDC guidance, the Chester County guidance, everything that was out there. We followed the data on. The amount of cases that were that were happening within the areas that we pull our kids from, um, we were obviously very uh, much tied to hospitalizations, deaths that were occurring as well, and and applying that into the type of people that were going to be mm-hmm. in our building, and we felt very good about the kids and the teachers and the, and, the, and the type of staff that we have here that were going to be number one okay with getting back into the building um, when we went from the red to the yellow phase, yep. we did a phased in approach with our staff employees. Um, it was over a two week period, uh, no more than half a day, no more, three day, no more than three days a week. And that gave them the ability to get back into the work environment, get, get, out, of, get out of your house, yeah, get yeah. out of your apartment, get back in here and work, uh, but feel comfortable and then build confidence in, in kind of gearing back up into what was coming through the rest of the summer. Um, you know, we went from six feet, you know, six foot social distancing for the desks with no masks all the way to six foot distancing, um, wearing a, a, a cloth mask. If you wear a certain kind of type of face shield or just a face shield, we felt the face shields were really important from an education standpoint. Kids learn in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. When you, put a, when you put a cloth mask on or when you put a face shield on or when you put both on, you really don't hear as well. And when, with the way the students are spaced out in the classroom, we really felt it was important that the teachers were in a, a clear face shield. Um, so in order to make them feel safe, we felt the shield would really be able to protect everybody. 
the cloth mask on anybody that wanted it was just an extra layer. Well, a lot of you can't hear people sometimes in the cloth. I mean, I've been Correct. in like meetings where we're wearing them, and I'm sitting no further than you and I are, yeah. and and it's I mean it, it, it's an audible audible issue. And you talk about the different ways people learn. You got it. Audibility, and then also just like Business. seeing like what they're saying sometimes can be important too. Yeah. So. I mean that that that's I haven't seen a lot of schools do that that have gone back. I mean it's it's kind of been masks only. So that that was you a big it. thing you guys implemented. That's pretty cool. We even have a new shield we just got in <clears throat> that actually it's face shield and it has a cloth extender at the bottom. Ah. So it actually sits down on the chest. So now you've got full protection for the because the said the eyes, it could be exposure. So full protection here now. This this cloth piece at the bottom actually allows people to not have to wear. The cloth face mask. So we're probably going to implement that in the next couple of weeks. And then um, obviously we've used our campus. And I think over the years, people went away from using their campus because they were concerned about safety. Again, we're, we're blessed to be in a really good area. Yeah. But we said it, uh, Jen Gregory and I were Jen's our director of operations. And we were like, why haven't we been utilizing the campus more? This is in incredible because our schedule shifted used to be remember you were class 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 launch class yeah it was you know, to be like a day. three minute break it was it was pretty wild yep so now we have um it, it's seven day rotating schedule so there's at least two free periods throughout an entire week for each student and we we told them you leave when you finish class you have your free periods get outside we have we have using utilizing tents for our cafeteria for classrooms uh for for whatever it might be get outside go into those tents get a mask break um, everything out there is distanced so they can sit down and, and feel comfortable out there. Um, just implemented a lot of things to, again, expand the campus, expand where the kids can go, how they feel comfortable. And then obviously for our parents to pull in and see all of that happening, they realized, wow, like our kids are safe. The teachers are safe. The people that are working there are safe. Um, and you know, I hate saying it, but, but we're done four weeks and we don't have any positives yet. I'm I mean, sure it's going to come. Yeah, but, but that's a win. I mean, know, that means what you're doing is working and you've taken it to a safe level. Because yeah. safety is the biggest concern right now for a lot of people. Yeah. And um, I think there's a lot of folks that don't feel this can be done safely. And we're follow you're following the guidelines. You're following yeah. what the CDC said. And I mean, I think more importantly, the students are benefiting the most. Because right mm -hmm. now we're living in this world and there's, there's always this like competition of there's the people that think it's digitally based and people that think it's physically based. Yeah. And digital based can work, but it's enhanced physically no matter what. And Absolutely. you brought it up. I mean, and that, that to me is, is a really important point is that physicality enhances what's going on. I mean, you yeah. can do only so much digitally. And yeah, these are, this isn't like even like a business or a meeting. This is the education of kids that are in formative years. So yeah. I, I find that to be really important here. What we, what we realized, Tom, was I think people talk about it all the time. Kids these days, they have phones. They're, they're, on, they're huh. on all the apps, they're on social media, all of that stuff, right? But that's what we see when we go home, right? That's what we see when they're, when they're in the house. They're, they're, they're playing video games or they're on their phone, they're on TikTok. <laughs> but when they're at school, they're at school. Yeah. They're not on, they're not on their phones. Yep. They're, they're interacting with their friends. They're, they're learning. This is where they get their social interaction. And for six months... They, they lost that. And I think if, if you ask the majority of the kids, they tell you, like, I need to get back to school because I want to be with my buddies. I want to be with the guys I hang out with. I, even though we communicate at home 
over text or whatever, there's no substitution for it when they're together totally and talking right. and hanging out. And that, again, when you go back to thinking about our planning, that we had our concerns for the stunning of their social and emotional growth over that time period. And when you start to weigh out what happens to most kids if they get this verse not being here, you know, we probably don't know where the stats are going on a lot of that stuff. Hopefully not. You'll probably find out in like five years. You or got something. it. You got it. So, you know, our, our push was to be here. And then, like I said, we'll figure out how to be safe. Well, I mean, obviously you're doing it. And I think that's the, I mean, no infection jet is great. I've seen the safety precautions here myself. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I saw you guys taking temperatures when everyone came in the opening day. You got it. Yep. The headmaster had face shield. I mean, this is not, this is not to be taken lightly, which I, which I love. Yep. And you know, you're sending your son here too. So like, let's yeah. talk about that. Like, not only do you feel safe enough to do it, but you believe in the education. So what's that been like having your son be here during this time, especially? Sure. I think that's pretty relevant experience for the parents watching as well as yeah. the, you know, the, the educators and the, maybe the people that are thinking about doing something like this for one of their kids. <clears throat> well, we talk a lot on the ride in. <laughs> we do, which is great. That's, that's pretty, that, that, that's, that, that's like time you would never get otherwise, you too, which I think is pretty cool. Like that ride to school, what's it, how long does it take you to get here? 20, well, right now, 25, like well, 25 yeah. minutes. At a, a Probably normal, like 35. 35, yeah. pushing 40 in, in, a, in, a, in a non-COVID year. Um, but uh, he... He, he is definitely more open to conversation right now, not only about um, the, the, the coronavirus, but also what's going on in our, in our society. And I think he's trying to make sure that when he comes here, he's appropriate in the, in the, in the things that he says and the way that he talks and he, that he's mindful of, you know, the differences amongst the kids that are here at the school. And, um, you know, you, there's a lot of value in being able to talk to your son about that. Yeah. Um, but I believe that that comes from him being at Devon and being part of this community um, that, that it's, it's diversified enough for him to realize like, you know, these are my friends. I don't want to make sure they stay my friends. And, um, you know, so that's been a blessing. It, obviously it was a blessing and another way to be home with them. Yeah. There, there was definitely for, some bonus time there for, for that time. But, yeah, we were all ready to get back to 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 our regular lives, and for the for the right reasons. But it's um, having him here. This has been great uh, for him. It really has. I mean, for my wife and I, uh, we know that he's he's getting the best that he can get, and he's allowed to be himself. When he, his previous schools that he attended, um, he just was uncomfortable being him, and as much as he loves to play sports and that he's involved in sports, he's, he's deeper than that. Mm -hmm. And, um, his interests weren't always matched with a lot of other kids and yep. he had a difficult time finding those other kids in a larger environment. And what he realized right away in sixth grade when he started was he could totally be himself. He could make mistakes. Um, and it didn't matter. You know, if he, if he did offend somebody, you got over it. If, if he, made a fool of himself because he reacted a certain way, guys were there to pick him up. Uh, he developed some leadership roles in athletics that he never had before. Mm -hmm. He was kind of always a, a good athlete, but always kind of a step or two behind some of the better kids. Yeah. Here, he was able to have to be a guy that was counted on early on, and it really built his confidence up. And to, to the point now where I think he's a totally different person, not just 
in athletics, but in the classroom and outside of the classroom because of it. So for me, I've seen a, I've seen a change in my son, obviously, because he's, he's going through that stage, right? Yeah. yeah. But he's matured and he's become way more comfortable in who he is as a person than he was before he came here. Well, that's something that, I mean, I, I think that's one of the reasons why, I, I mean, that the school is attractive to a lot of people. You get opportunities here you don't other places. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, you look at the high school, some of the public high schools around here. I mean, they're huge. I mean, they're, yep. they're, they're massive. And I mean, some of them look like college campuses almost. It's and, amazing. And, uh, which, which is great. And that can be great for the right kids. But this, you know, that's why they make vanilla and chocolate, right? That's right. So, and I think it's, you know, really telling that you, you feel safe enough to send your son here based on what you guys are doing as an administration. Yeah. Um, and that you feel good about it as a place you work. You want your kids to go here. And I think mm -hmm. that that's 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 putting your money where your mouth is. Right. right. I, I love that. So, uh, yeah. So you got no choice. No. Well, sometimes maybe you don't. I don't know. No. I mean, no, it, it, it was an, it, it was one of those things that I wasn't thinking about until he was in fifth grade. <clears throat> and, well, that's, was, and that's a weird time for kids because I mean my, my son's going in second so I mean yeah. I'm just trying to get him through like the you know a lot of other stuff that's going yeah. on with him and and uh and in fifth grade I mean I think it's there you know you're, you're at that like those formative years where you're starting right. to have like more real conversations with them which I've noticed just even this year um and it's you know it's interesting to be a parent and have to help them make those because it's a big decision where you're right. going to go to high school the high school and that was all along in in our minds it was okay high school high school high school yeah not that the middle school piece, you know, we talked about it, but we were always more thinking about the high school. But then we started to look at, like I said, the experience he was having. This middle school experience here is, it really is unbelievable when you think about it. I mean, he started with 16 kids and they were split into two classrooms. So eyes on you every day. And then they've now this year, they're at 28 and they're split into two groups and then it splits down even a little bit more based upon where they were in math. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they have a lot of really interesting opportunity from an academic standpoint. He's taken, you know, Latin this year. He's in his second year of German. Um, he's in geometry as an eighth grader. Um, really an accelerated curriculum. Yeah. That's challenging that, Hey, look, if he gets a C, he gets a C, but he earned it. Well, you know, and, and sometimes you gotta you gotta take those lumps to really learn something too. Yeah. And it's not about necessarily the grade; it's about the experience. You got it. getting through it, learning how to deal with life, and that that's the thing I, I think yeah. a lot of people get challenged with right now is it doesn't go perfectly all the time. No, yeah, the best you gotta way, take a lump. Best way to succeed is to fail. Fail fast and fail forward, that's right? right? <laughs> I mean, it's you know, and, and if you if you, and you gotta learn from it though, that's the key. Yeah. You gotta see what you could have done differently the next time.